Well, let's fire off a new week. What do you say? We've got a lot to talk about, even though there's not a lot in the sky. What about that? So, uh, hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. We're on Monday, October 16th. Thank you so much for joining us. So my one question is, so how was it for you? I'm talking, of course, about the eclipse. (laughs) You know, this was one, so we already had a precursor, right, from Saturday ago. We knew that was in the space. How else was this going to show up? Because some of the remnants that were there on Saturday are still there, including that big yod, and it is still very present. The sun is at the top. Neptune is on a base. Uranus is on a base. How many of you have seen just some bizarre, weird stuff, Uranus, around what you thought was a spiritual base, Neptune, involving yourself, the sun? I know of several of you. Then Friday, that yod hit right here at home. That's the whole story is in our Facebook group. Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners in Facebook, you have to answer the questions. Boom. <laughs> the story is in there. And yeah, I mean, it hit me too. So here, and a fate of destiny. See, the yod, it's a fate of destiny. And that's the way I've been interpreting it. Well, after the eclipse, I mean just so much clarity over the next about six hours after the eclipse, which was perfect. I mean, that's exactly like the short end time frame that you would expect. Because what happened? Something new was birthed at just before two o'clock Eastern time, Saturday afternoon. The sun and the moon conjoined and bow. It was like the how was it for you moment because there was the conception. So if you've experienced something closing, something changing before the eclipse, I'm not talking the mundane. The mundane's a whole separate conversation. We're not going to go into there. So everything that's going on overseas and around the world, not part of this. We're talking about our individual lives. Very different when we interpret that astrologically. Right now with the mundane, obviously and sadly, the shadow is primarily in the driver's seat. But individually, we absolutely look at both sides. And that seemed to be the theme on an individual basis of this eclipse. The shadow followed by the positive, both sides of the coin. And ooh, I had a great astrological aha moment on a walk last week. And it was triggered by one of the replies in that Facebook group. So just think of an astrological chart. And then the last full moon we had on September 29th, the sun is in Libra, the moon is in Aries. They're opposite each other directly, exactly. And at the moment of the full moon, which this one was early in the morning, 5.57 in the morning back on September 29th, instantly from that moment, the moon starts its waning, moving away from the sun process. But at that very second in space-time that they are exactly opposite each other, think about it, the whole chart is encompassed equally. So just as much is waxing as waning. It covers everything. At that second of the full moon, everything you are trying to create and everything you are trying to release is equal in the terms of space-time consciousness. If you just got chill bumps right there, (laughs) that was intended. That was the universe, and I got them too. That here we have on a full moon this so much support of equally releasing and equally creating. But then think about what's happening up there. The moon instantly moves off of that point and starts waning, starts fading. There's the releasing energy that we normally attach to a full moon. But think about it. Uh, This is where it gets really good. 
now the moon is starting to move toward the sun. So the space of the releasing, the actual physical space as the moon moves through the phases toward the new moon, gets smaller. That's the release. But what space, moment by moment, is expanding? What you're trying to create. Because now, it's almost like the trash compactor scene in Star Wars. It's like the walls are closing in on the stuff you want to let go. And what you are replacing that with in space-time are the things you want to bring in. That crests at the next new moon, which of course was Saturday. And at that moment of the eclipse, when the sun and moon were exactly at the same spot, all of that part of the phase of the releasing is zero. At that instant of the eclipse, it was a whole palette to create. Wow. Another way to think about that is on the full moon cycle we typically release, right? Well, for the last two weeks, that releasing space has been waning. So you're releasing, you're cleaning out the closet, and with each load over the last 14 days, the closet has been getting emptier and emptier and emptier, and then boom, right at the moment of the eclipse on Saturday, the closet is completely empty, and now you can put in there whatever you want. Oh, this is so powerful. And so beautiful in the sky. So for those of us who had these releasing events in our lives prior to Saturday morning afternoon, wherever you were, as soon as the sun and the moon were at exactly the same place, from that moment, from that second, the new creation began. And that is what is now expanding. I hope that little metaphor radically changes your life. I really do. Because what happened for me Saturday afternoon and evening was an avalanche of new creations. And now those seeds are starting to grow. Well, we didn't get very far, but oh, we did. We really did. I hope that's a great visual for you. Moon enters Sagittarius tomorrow afternoon about 3.30 Eastern. We'll talk about that. Void, of course, is about three and a half hours. You guys have a wonderful day. I love you so much. We'll be back tomorrow. we got a lot of time this week to unpack everything. Have a great day.